it's common practice now for a lot of podcasts if they do contain swearing or particularly adult themes to put a warning at the start about the content. And this podcast is all about swearing. It's pretty much going to be all swearing. Like, we can't reiterate enough how strong the language is going to be in this. It's going to be big swears. Yeah. And a lot of them. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) But it's important to emphasise to listeners, if you're listening to this around people you don't want to hear swear words used in front of, turn it off now. If you are easily offended, turn it off now. We're not going to be offensive, but we're going to be talking about things that people will certainly find offensive. There's no doubt about that. You won't be offensive, Steve. You never are. <laughs> but I may be offensive, and for that, I'm warning you, do not listen if you are easily offended. Tell your dogs not to listen. Your kids definitely do not listen. And if you're of a sensitive nature, as Stephen has said, you do not listen. But for the rest of us, let's get f***ing on with it. That's what I say. Come on. Let's have it. <laughs> we can't have a swear in the morning. I can't. <laughs> That would have been good, wouldn't it? All right, Mickey. You arse. <laughs> oh, Steve, you bastard. <laughs> Welcome to Effing and Blinding, a celebration of swearing. My name's Stephen Walsh. I'm Mickey Boyd. Uh, we'll be looking at the cultural origins of a lot of swear words, uh, our favourite usages of a lot of swear words, people who swear particularly well, great moments in swearing. But let's start, as always, with a great moment in swearing. Yeah. These are little bits from the history of pop culture, where someone's done some swearing and it's been something that we've particularly enjoyed. That's right. We're going to open up this week with the performance of Ben Kingsley as Don Logan in the film Sexy Beast. No fucking problem with the plane, cunt. Fucking plane was fine. Fucking plane was all right. Fucking plane was perfect. It's you. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onkin, jam, rag, arkin, spunk, bubble. I'm telling you, H, you keep looking at me. I'm going to put you in the fucking ground. I promise you. Incredible. I could do the whole podcast on this character. (laughs) He is. He's one of those things where he was definitely, I think, for us, one of the inspirations to do the show, wasn't it? The idea. The idea. And it's also him specifically in that, that general idea of there are these characters out there yeah. that are, you know, good at swearing, the swearing is endemic to the performance, you know, it's not frivolous. No, no, that's it. And he, this, this, like you said, there's people out there that they are, they live this life. Take the crime out of it. I bet there's people out there that, you know, you bump into, oh, I like this, this man. And he's just incredible. I yeah. love, I love him in a way. He's malevolent, I know, but he's a, he's just fantastic. The way he swears is a rhythm to the swear. Yep, absolutely. That I would liken to John Cooper Clark doing Chicken Town. That's a great shout. Do you know that? Honestly, yeah, I do know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, and you're absolutely right. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm not very musical, but you know, the sort of whatever beat is, there's a bit where he just doesn't. He's like bang. He's just giving. He's like putting your normal words in, then swearing. Boom, yep. boom, boom, boom. It's like a one, two, three, four. One, two, three. It's fantastic. Yeah. And then when I found out the inspiration for the character came from, drum roll please, where do you think he came from? Is it a real life? Yeah, one of his relations. Oh, really? Yeah. 
his grandmother. Whoa. His grandmother. That's big. His grandmother was like this anti-Semite. It's all on record. He said right, this. Right, she right. was anti-Semitic. She was just rude. She was nasty. She was right. dark and horrible. And he just summoned her up. You know, and just... You know, obviously, the memories of yeah, her. Yeah, that's it. He said she was a horrible... I, I implore everyone to look at it. I do a lot of imploring on this show. <laughs> but look it up. Well, it's incredible that he, he actually used his grandmother right. to bring out this fantastic character, you know, like, to bring it to life. I do think, for me, there's a bit of a, a frisson to the whole thing as well, in that it's Gandhi as well, yeah. isn't it? Do oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can't sort of separate... You know, obviously, they're very different performances, very different characters. Yeah. But there, I think there is a certain taboo element to it where you can't fully remove yourself from the idea that the man who played Gandhi so yeah. well yeah, yeah. also is presenting this character to us. So, you know, incredible tribute to him as an actor brilliant. the range he's yeah. got. Yeah, know. brilliant. And I think the most offensive word he uses, and again, I'm not trying to detract from arse and bastard, but, uh, <laughs> he uses a word that, as again, and without again trying to cut the women listeners out of the show, but when a man calls another man a ponce, right. the way that he says it, yeah, it's one of the most venom. Aff- yeah, really, yeah. That's and I mean, the thing, isn't and it? it's so it like emasculates like um, Ray Winston. He goes bang, 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 you punch, and he's like, oh my god. Yeah. If someone said that to me, I'd want to either knock him out or run away, whatever I could do. But it is also, you know, there is, as you say, a pattern to his speech. You know, the famous yes and no scenes yeah. as well. So when he sort of uses uh, a word like. Ponce that we would consider generally not a particularly vitriolic thing. It's a two or three, isn't it? But he's sort of he's chopped away. Yeah. He's chopped away so effectively at, at Ray Winston that by the end when he, he finishes up, yeah. he's just ready to go because he's like just been pounded yeah. by by language, which is yeah, a yeah, incredible thing. To a, see. I suppose he's the cartoon equivalent of like you say, battering him, battering him even, and then just flicking him on the forehead with Ponce. Bang, there yeah. you go. That'll do it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a KO. I've got my favourite bit of Don Logan dialogue here. Lovely. Part of a larger spiel, but yeah. uh, my favourite section is, uh, you're the fucking problem, you fucking Dr. White honking jamrag fucking spunk bubble. <laughs> I mean, that's a remarkable... It's just what, seeing it written on the page yeah, is like yeah. an incredible yeah. uh, thing. And obviously, you know, that's me reading it from a page. Yeah. You know Ben Kingsley with his performative yeah. elements added to it, and like the the physicality. It's yeah, uh, a remarkable performance in uh, a very good film. Yeah, brilliant film, brilliant film. Just a, it's a great character, and just yeah, I implore everyone to watch it. You know, and and I tell you what, I I, I would say to everyone out there, be him, be him for an hour, <laughs> be him for an hour. Right. Don't no, don't upset nuns and children and, and, <laughs> and other frail people. But yeah, be him for an hour and see what be it's an like. Interesting experience. Yeah, yeah, but make sure you, you know sixty one minutes stop. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Choose, choose your moment. That's it. On the clock. Exactly. <laughs> so the swears now yep. are uh, swears of the week, and should we start off with arse? Arse, yeah. Why not? It is. It's a nice word to say, isn't it? Yeah. Just like mass. Yeah. You can oh. really, you know, we talk a lot about fucking cunt and having those hard letters mm. in there. Yeah. But with arse, you can, it's uh, hard to say, well, it's weird, but you can get your teeth into it, can't you? There you is can, yeah. There's something there you can get hold of even without those those hooks of the hard letters. Yeah, exactly. But see, for me, you've got another connotation. A footballing one, because obviously I'm an Arsenal supporter. Of course. So in yeah, that respect, yeah. I might, you know, without going all footbally, I wonder if I've got a different take on it because right, when I, once I write the word, I, you know, over the years, then you know, your kids are scoring your textbooks and all that. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just one of those things. It's like A-R-S-E-N-A-L. It's just like, so for me, it's even softer. But it's also like it is accepted as a nickname for the club, isn't it? The yeah, arse, yeah, yeah. well, there's that famous one of that boy on the... The Twitter. F- yeah, yeah, I'm taking my mum up the arse. Wasn't it... Uh, took my mum up the arse, yeah. glorious. There was some like, yeah, 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 extra yeah, 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 like... Yeah. Uh, Come on, mate. You know, yeah. you, you've done yourself no favours here. Yeah, and there's a, there was a good one on the radio. A, a, a girl presenter, lady presenter, shall I say. Um, someone's tweeted in to her. He said, um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, John and Pete are going over to the Emirates. Come uh, come on the arse or something. And she yeah. said it about it. What way she said, she come on my arse. And he went, sorry. He went, oh, uh, come on, come on, the, uh, come on, Arsenal, come on, Arsenal. <laughs> he was like, but that's what I say, dude. Like you say, with, when it, the connotation of Arsenal and arse, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is that little bit of a. Uh, Play with it, you know. But um, yeah, and, and of course, some of your performances. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Let's not go into that. Sorry, sorry. No, you're right. And also, to have a football manager whose name almost replicates the club. Of course. And his name, yeah. How many other how many other people do you know have got the name Ars? Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. the only other one that's semi there, but yeah. But a, even then, like uh, I've never heard of any other Arsons. No, no. I'm sure it's not a, a common. No, you know, no, it's, it's not, not Pierre, is it? No, it's not a nice name. I don't like it. It's an odd one, isn't it? But like yeah. he's. Um, He's from... Uh, the Alsace region. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. yeah so it, I don't yeah. know if it's sort of French-German border, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know if that's just something... Yeah. But you know, I've never some, heard of any other venue. There's some idiot out there. It's called their kid arson. You know that, don't yeah. you? Someone like from, I don't know, bloody Essex or something. And you know? I mean, you know, that kid is at least 10 years old, isn't he? I mean, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> doing the maths. Yeah. I wouldn't have been yeah. safe to... He could be uh, a bit older than that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no five-year-old arsons out there. No, 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 there won't be. No. But, yeah, getting back to the word arse, you know, again, with our, you know, again, you know, banging on about our Irish roots... I think it's a word that's used quite a lot in, in obviously in Father Ted. Yeah, that's you one know, of the sort of yeah, big you know, Father Jack. uses. Yeah, ass fat yeah. girls and all fantastic. But in, and I think in Ireland it is used a little bit more um, frequently, right? In my in my experience. yeah, I think so. I think it, you know, getting back to the the sort of relative strength of these words, yeah. it's a soft one, isn't it? Yeah, so it is. Two or a three. You know, yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, very, very yeah. sort of easy to sort of drop in in mixed company. Yeah, in my company. Um, <laughs> but also, I think if you was at, you know look at it this way, if you was at school, but you said it to a teacher, yeah, I think you, you, know, well, you would get in trouble for it. it would, yeah, it would depend. You know, we get into context there, isn't it? because yeah. like obviously you have arse, you have arsehole, yeah. and there's no way uh, you call yeah. the teacher arsehole no, and you get right, in trouble. Yeah. But of course, you can. Uh, and this is one of the things I love, you know, we've talked about sort of fl- the flexibility of, of swears and when they can serve more than one purpose. And obviously you have arse and arsehole, very literal representations of the posterior. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you do a half arse job or something... Yeah, yeah. That's it. A bodge job, yeah. 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 Uh, me doing a DIY. And you do it. Yeah. Because you can't be asked. That's right. So you end up just asking around. That's so right, you've yeah. got all those yeah, sort of aspects yeah, to it, where yeah. you know, obviously, the similar idea of just sort of like not taking something seriously. Um, so I think if you like, as you say, you're 15, you're at school, and your teacher's like, uh, you know, can you do this, please? And you go, don't be an arsehole. Yeah, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. But I think um, you could, if it's like you know, one of those you know decent teachers where it's a bit casual in there and you sort of lean back and go, oh, I can't be asked. Yeah. You're not, he's not sending you to headmaster for that, is he? Yeah. No, exactly. And also for any kids out there listening, which I'm sure you're not because you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Right. I'm going to nick an idea of Johnny Vaughan. Go on. He's got a feature, um, Martin's Hot Tap. 
Right. And he sings a song, well, actually, I won't sing, it's along the words to uh, Royal Britannia, and he used the word, um, you can't be arsed. Now, what he says is, it's not arsed, it's arsed, A-R-S-T, which right. is his get out. Right. Which is a funny kind of, if I was a kid, I'd say, yeah, I can't be arsed to do it. Yeah. And he go, what? And he go, it's got A-R-S-T, it's sir. It's a T on the end. Yeah, so, it's, a t- uh, yeah it's, it's a little get out there for you, uh, you miners out there. The miners well, talking of swearing as a kid, when I was a kid, sort of six, seven years old, I invented a swear word for oh, yeah. me and my friends to use. Go on. Shacks. Shacks. Yeah. S H A C K S. Right, okay. So, it's just, so it was just like, if you got frustrated, oh, shacks. Yeah. And it was basically a way for us to use that word with the, the K. You yeah, know, yeah, C and, and K, yeah. And it is, you've got the shit and you've got the, the fuck. fuck. yeah. But it wasn't, I don't even know if I knew those words at that time, but it was just a way to show exasperation. Yeah. It would never be sort of like shack off. No. It was like shacks. Shacks. Um, and it became, uh, it's sort of like, yeah, me and like three other mates, like we, we it was like one summer where we would like use it for a few months. And uh, eventually our mum sort of like took me to one side and said, you have to stop saying that. And is I was it? like, why? And she was like, it's not very nice. And I was like, but it's not, you know, yeah. I, I thought it'd been clever and sort of worked out a way, like with the arse thing, where you go, but it's not actually a swear word. She's like, and it is a thing about the power of context, where she was like, no, but you, we, it's obvious how you mean it. Yeah. So it just sounds bad. And I was like, I guess. So, you know, obviously you did uh, stop using it. But it's interesting, that thing of like, yeah. you can make up a word and through context and usage... Suddenly, it gets power. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. I suppose she must have got a bit annoyed, and all after a while, just like sick of hearing it. Yeah, just like, what's he on about now? Yeah. I mean, we'll come back to uh, another thing later in the show that uh, another little trait of mine as a child that was oh, uh, annoying. Nothing, nothing bad. But, uh, I'll tell you what. We'll get what we'll do. We'll intriguing, get a, isn't it? Yeah, we'll get the chaise lounge out, and I'll I'll get a white coat on. <laughs> I got I got the haircut. What Freud was like this when he was bald, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll charge you sixty quid an hour. We've also, of course, got the. The Americanism. Yeah. A double S. Ass. Ass, yeah. Ass. You ass. Well, asshole. Yeah. I mean, I never, I can't bring myself to say it without putting an American accent. No, exactly, like, yeah. You know, you meet people who are English. Yeah. And yeah. They, they talk about someone being assholes. And you're like, what are you doing? We've got asshole. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Asshole yeah. sounds great being said by an English person. Yep, yep, yep. Sounds terrible being said by an American person. Yeah, it does. Asshole sounds great being said by an American person. Correct. Terrible by an English person. Correct. There's a reason there's two different versions. Of exactly. That's, uh, that's the way they came from. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, totally good. And there's a, also a place down in Kent near me. Jackass, Jackass Lane is called. Right. There you go. Well, and, and there you go. There you've got the thing of yeah. the ass as the ass. well. And the, I the silliness. I think, I think that's... Um, Ass is like a one. It's not even a swear. No, yeah, ass. You, know I mean? you ass. Don't yeah. be an ass. That's don't be a donkey. I'd don't rather, be. I'd, don't be a. You know, yeah. a dumb animal. I would rather someone said to me, "Don't be a cunt." <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? Because it's almost like they're insulting me by using this soft word. Right, right, right. Just, you know, just say to me, "Don't be a cunt." Yeah, if, yeah. if that's what you mean, it. Yeah. If you're saying, Who do you think uh, you're talking to? Yeah. I can take it. Yeah. It's fine. That's it. If you're saying ass, but you actually mean cunt, say cunt. In terms of uh, asshole yeah. and its uh, usage, do you know uh, Dennis Leary? Yes, the yeah, the man who nicked Bill Hicks' uh, routine. Well, <laughs> nicked Bill Hicks' routine, apart from, do you know his song, I'm an, I'm a, uh, I'm an Asshole? No, go on, no, no. So it's his song where he sings about doing things because you don't care about the consequences. Right. Um, and it's got a chorus where he's like,
hard time saying how about this heat? I'm an echo. And obviously that isn't something he nicked from Bill Hicks. No. So you think that's a point in his favour. Yeah. But he stole it from Louis C.K. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Louis C.K. Uh, is on the record, has yeah. told the story himself on radio, so I think sharing it is not libelous. Yeah. Um, of him playing a show, I think it was in Chicago. Um, Dennis Leary, Louis C.K. is not particularly famous, or famous at all possibly. Dennis Leary is uh, emceeing, hosting the night. Yeah. And is introducing people and doing a bit few bits in between and Louis C.K. comes out and does his like 10 minutes or whatever but has a bit in there about how freeing it would be just to admit that you're an arsehole yeah just to sort of go uh, you know be walking down the street and go I really want to just but I mean you know people don't do that I mean arseholes do that but if I was an arsehole I could do that you know who who jumps a red light <laughs> arseholes do that but if I'm an arsehole you know suddenly you've got this whole freedom as well and um, he just did this like little five minute bit about that and you know got some laughs but as he leaves the stage Dennis Leary comes out and he's like wow that was great that bit you know uh, and starts riffing on it and oh, doing right, yeah. other you know imagine you can do this because you're an asshole um, and sort of like and Louis C.K. was like, oh, you know, he's hosting, this is what you do, yeah, yeah. Like, this is fine. Um, and he's like, and obviously everyone in the audience knows that I came up with it, so that's fine. But he said, uh, like, six months later, he goes to a club, and Dennis Leary's on stage doing the bit, oh, <laughs> not Jesus. telling any story. Yeah. And he, he's like, somebody's on MTV, yeah. <laughs> he's got a video oh, out, just... he's singing this song with my bit. Yeah. <laughs> he must be the king of plagiarism. <laughs> Allegedly. That's dreadful, isn't it? Incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrible. It's a terrible thing to do. Joke thieves are like the worst people. Yeah. Not the worst people, but no, yeah, in this context. Um yeah. but uh yeah, but shameless, isn't it? Yeah, shameless. I that's him all over, yeah. But yeah. The story goes Bill Hicks was in London now, I'll get this a little bit wrong, I think. He's in London doing a show to like a whole load of comedians. It was after right. the cop and they're all going Gosh, he's Nick Dennis Leary's right, shit. Right, right, right. Apparently, Dennis Leary, Dennis Leary got there Dennis first. Leary, yeah, Dennis Leary's at the back of the because he was in England for five months. One of his right. kids was ill, so he's going around doing Bill Hicks' show. Right, right. No one's heard of Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks comes over, and they're thinking, "Christ, he's Nick Dennis Leary's show." Yeah. yeah. So the man sitting at the back, Dennis Leary. <laughs> and the story goes, he got up out the seat, went, "No, oh, that's that done." Near his payphone, he's yeah. like, two tickets to JFK, please." <laughs> exactly. But it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible, and that's. Yeah, the word. Sorry to get back to asshole. Could you imagine saying that? It's like it's, I, I can't, no. and like I struggle even trying to it's, do it in any sort of like context. I, of the show, and but. I, you know, it really bugs me, and this has been covered at other podcasts quite extensively, and they're very good podcasts, by the way. Uh, series and season, right? I can't, still can't do the season thing, right? Store and I shop. I drop into season quite easily. Yeah, I don't, particularly for American stuff. No, I don't. I've had this argument with a, a, a fellow I know. See, he said, no, but he's an American. He should say season. No. Because I'm think, in England. But this, you know what does me more? Store and shop. Right, right. I don't get the store. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Well, to it's me, where you keep stuff. It's where you exactly, store things. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a store to me. Not, not, I'm going down, blah, blah, I went to a store yesterday. No, you went to a shop. Yeah. Or you went to a, a supermarket. You know, I'll even take supermarché off you over store. <laughs> you know, I really would, honestly. And it just, it just bugs me. Why are we calling things stores there all of a sudden? A story to me, a story is the cold store at Vauxhall, the big monolithic building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's a store. Yeah, not a fucking M and S. That's a shop. That's a shop where you buy your Blue Arbor stuff that I like to wear. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. It just it drives me mad. 
Someone's actually been called an arsehole in the House of Commons. Oh, nice. Yeah. Not as, you know, uh, not, not as often as people should have been called. I'm saying about 650 of them, isn't it? Yeah, there's an incident where um, Greg Mulholland, a uh, Liberal Democrat yep. MP, called the Health Minister Ivan Lewis an arsehole for oh, not nice. letting him intervene in the discussion on hospice funding and then stormed out. He was cited for unparliamentary language, which is one of my uh, mm. favourite ideas, the idea that it's this language that doesn't belong in Parliament. Yeah, yeah. Over the years, uh, speakers have objected to words such as blackguard, mm-hmm. coward, right. git, yeah. gutter snipe, oh. hooligan, yeah. rat, yeah. swine, yeah. stool pigeon, nice. and traitor. traitor. And you can understand the objections to some of those things if you're calling someone a traitor in Parliament. Because yeah. obviously you have parliamentary privilege so you can't be uh, have libel actions taken against exactly, you. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Could I just quickly interject there? Of course. Sorry. Gutter snipe, I'll have 20 pounds, 20 of your English pounds. George Galloway said that. I'd love to know. <laughs> you gutter snipe. <laughs> you naff. <laughs> it goes all that crap. Well, exactly, you've got blackguard in there, but like, yeah, could, like I'd love to know when that was said. It could be, yeah. Like yeah that's say, the thing. It, yeah. it could be like, you know, 1780, but also could have been like, you know, nine. when were the latest? That could it be, you know, with uh, Galloway, maybe yeah. last week. Could it? be last week, exactly. <laughs> well, Doc, all the hand sides over the years, I'll go through them. Go through it, yeah. yeah. I'll have the answer for you next week. You know, you're going to do Control F, you're just going to go through it page oh, by no, page. Oh, no, page by page. Obviously, <laughs> I'm a big reader, as everyone knows. Not swearing, mm. but um, as a wonderful example, a couple of wonderful examples on parliamentary language, Labour MP Dennis Skinner. The beast of balls over. That's the one. Yeah. Like, like, tremendous, isn't he? Yeah. Like, what an example. Why aren't more people just being like him in Parliament? Yeah, just right, sort of, yeah. um, but he famously said, while in Parliament, that half the Tory members opposite are crooks. <laughs> and uh, the Speaker asked him to apologise and amend his uh, unparliamentary language. And Dennis Skinner said, okay then, half the Tory members opposite aren't crooks. <laughs> <laughs> not, not swearing, but if we're talking about other parts of language, oh, that's up there, it. isn't it? That's that is, brilliant. That is beautiful. That is brilliant. That's noughts and crosses, land. That is. There's also uh, a tremendous, uh, and again, this isn't a swear, yeah. it is an insult, and it is unparliamentary language, but it's um, some wonderfully delivered stuff where there was a moment last year where Jeremy Hunt, while discussing his attempts to close down Lewisham Hospital, was attacked by another MP uh, verbally, verbally, and, and yeah. said, they said, you know, you know, you you, you tried to close down Lewisham Hospital, and um, Jeremy Hunt said, well, first of all, as you know perfectly well there were never any plans to close our A and E, and you should desist from scaremongering about what was happening at Lewisham Hospital. And as he's saying this, he, the other MP, uh, Mr. Effort, was heard um, repeatedly telling his son, "It went to court. It went to court. It went to court." <laughs> as as uh, he made his process, and finally he said <laughs> to Hunt. You idiot! It went to court, <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine the frustration where Jeremy Hunt's just lying. Yeah, and he's like, you, "It went, you, it went, you idiot! Yeah. It went to court." <laughs> and um, the speaker said, "You're not allowed to call Jeremy Hunt an idiot." I mean, you know, yeah. there, there's uh, other names you could use, isn't it? Other yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. We just uh, slip the H, put a C in, job done. <laughs> Everyone knows that one, don't they? I think we're at a point now where it's almost um, getting to a stage where. Jeremy Hunt is more offensive than the word cunt. Yes, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather be, com- you know, someone called me a cunt than compare me to Jeremy Hunt. Exactly. The, the, the actual name Jeremy is a, you know, there's a long list of Jeremys that are cunts. And, he, and he's top of that list. He's, he's, he's the kingpin, isn't he? Definitely. <laughs> a little break now for another great moment in swearing. Lovely. A scene from The Wire. 
Oh, fuck. Motherfucker. Struggled with a while. Did you, did you get through it? All of it? No. No. Where I did you get it? About series three. Series three, see? Series three. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. But I really struggled understanding it. Right, right. The colloquialisms killed me. I love that. I love it. I, I think with things like that, if you, if you sort of like immerse yourself into it yeah it's like if you, you know you watch uh, a clockwork orange yeah or train spotting like you you know it is yeah odd but there's a beauty to it and it's really rich once you sort of, oh you're absolutely right though it i did str- like, I, it could be my you know my lack of intellect and i really mean it. i'm not no, de- no, 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 no I, I struggled i struggled with the whole thing of like the, the way they're talking maybe i'm a little bit matt and jeff uh, no I've, no but i really did struggle really really found it hard hard going right, right. and um but i get i Totally get it. It was a fantastic mm-hmm. program and all the rest of it. Just well, it's, like it's just not for you. That's yeah, but like, like you say, bundles of swearing in there. Yeah, and like this particular scene we're talking about, this scene where McNulty and Bunk go to uh, a crime scene yeah. and are investigating, trying to work out what's happened with the path of the bullet. And they only use, I think I'm right in saying they only use one swear, but they use it so many different ways, so many different contexts. The, the swear is fuck. Yeah. But, you know, there's some motherfuckers in there as well. But it's it's muttered under their breath as they work. It's uh, said out loud in sort of surprise as they realise something. Yeah. Um, there's a great bit just to sort of break it up where um, McNulty's mess not messing around with using a tape measure um, and like traps his finger on it and just gives an angry little fuck. Fuck yeah, like yeah, we yeah. all would. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so it's a real sort of tour de force, a real showcase of. Uh, Fuck, fuck as yeah. a word yeah <laughs> so you've got every sort of like intonation of it yeah that's it yeah. every sort of the full spectrum yeah. of uh, sort of uh, yeah disbelief and anger yeah. and pain and yeah and everything yeah and frustration and um, but yeah just the way um, it sort of carries particularly you know because it's about working out the mechanics of a murder and the way they use it to sort of indicate the, the revelation of information to themselves where they're like motherfucker yeah, you know it's brilliant. just sort of like you know um, yeah it, it's the sort of scene that really I think could have could have fallen flat quite easily yeah because so, it's a you know it's a, it's a bit of a tightrope is it one of those where do you think it was more the script was great or the acting was great or a bit of both I think it's a bit of both I think yeah. you've got to, you've got to have you know a real belief in your writing to be able to sort of Commit the words in so many different ways, but then you're relying on the director and the actors to sort of so carry interpret it, it and, yeah, yeah, and, and carry it the way you want. That's yeah, that's true. I'd like to read. Well, not I'd like to read it, but if you were to read it, mm, like, yeah, so you think yeah. this is this isn't this isn't much. You know well, I mean? imagine it would rely very much on depending on how the script played out, but it looks, the brackets yeah, afterwards li- with yeah. Uh, yeah, Minolte, fuck, 
irritated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you, but so then, really, you're leaving more down to the actor and the, and the I think director. So. Yeah. yeah, I think you have to, don't you? At that point, yeah. you can't sort of like because uh, it's just it's uh, a lot of it's just the word fuck fifteen times. So yeah. you know, you gotta like hope that they're gonna add something with the delivery. I could go up to him, I could give that a go, I reckon. <laughs> I bet I might go off to Hollywood now. Give that a little poke. Yeah, lovely. That, plus my sentence a day book, which uh, I hope you're all uh, intrigued How's it by. it getting on? Yeah, really well. It must be like up to like a third of a chapter now. No, no. I'm <laughs> chapter, in, uh, chapter in a page so far. Uh, and uh, yeah, release date, May 2033. Sorry, little sideline. Uh, in, your, in your diaries. Yeah, while, while I've got you sidetracked, don't forget to rate, review, and give us a five-star rating on iTunes for those of you that like the show. For those of you who don't like the show, still give us a rating, even a one. Just anything, really, to be honest. <laughs> that'll do. We'll be having a moon with that. Back to our swears of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bastard. Mm. Is our other swear. Bastard. Bastard. Good word. Yeah. It, it, it is another one that you can really mm. sort of, like, get involved with. Kind of, you can really sort of put some... Yeah. Venom into it. yeah, well, it's one again. It's, it's, it's not often you'd use that word in how can you put it in a in a jovial manner. The closest I came to in terms of thinking about it in that way was sort of like you silly bastard, yeah. you dozy bastard, yeah. you dopey bastard. Where it's like you yeah. talking to your mate, yeah, you know, you, you could, you, it's not, you, I suppose it could be affectionate, yeah, it's but silly, I, yeah, yeah, but I think, I think wanker and cunt supersede it in that respect right 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 you silly cunt right 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 you yeah. silly yeah, bastard it's true. do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean oh you old wanker yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah. is that, well maybe again it could be where we're from in London but it, it seems that, that again bastard doesn't lend itself as well as they do in my mind anyway. no I'd, I'd go along with or, or even fucker there's also um, the other sort of context of what it was like the jammy or the lucky bastard yeah you jammy bastard yeah. and, and at that point I suppose you would, you could say someone was like, uh, you know, a jammy cunt, a lucky cunt, but I think bastard works better yeah, there, better. possibly. But, but so. even then, it's negative, because at the end of the day, no matter what you're saying to them... It's it, true, it's, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're jealous. It's, yeah, it's you as a friend yeah. responding to it, yeah. but... You still, I've won, I've won yeah. 1,500 quid on the horses. I haven't, jammy I haven't. bastard. Exactly. Yeah, but, and it would be, I think, in that way as well, you jammy bastard. Yeah. Whereas like, but, and that's where the delivery softens it up as well, isn't it? Rather than, you jammy bastard, yeah. you'd never do that. You'd no. never yell it. That's the thing. No, that's Whereas it. you, you know, bastard. Yeah. But yeah, it, for me, it feels like a very 80s swear. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can yeah. sort of yeah. imagine, I, I, I can't think of specific instances, but I imagine it being sort of yelled out in like British TV dramas of the 80s and yeah. having some impact. Packed, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and also there's, there's that film, and it, don't forget, there's a film, film Grand Bats, you might know it from your South London hardcore Podcast days, which is still available. Is it still available? Still up there. Excellent. Still yeah, up. To, to, again, go and search that. Um, but all coppers are bastards. Right. That right. was filmed around Battersea. Ah, okay. Savona House, which is now gone, just off of uh, Battersea Park Road, very close to the dog zone. And you know, and obviously, you know the tattoo inside a lot of convicts and ex-convicts. Right, yeah. A cab. A cab. Yeah. All cab. And that film was there. That, that was filmed there. And so that, was, that was actually called All Coppers Are dot dot dot. But right, you, yeah, right. I mean, so give you a little bit of. Kudos, Buffy. It's like late sixties, early seventies that was filmed. So that's what gives. That's probably gives you the what you're. Sorry, I'll, I'll spit that out right there. Yeah, <laughs> you go and make a cup of tea, Steve. I'll get through this. No, <laughs> no but I think it, 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 it supports what you're saying. That probably that's when it started in the bastards right, and finished right. that sort of like mid eighties to late eighties. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, to be fair, if someone said bastard now, you'd be like, all right. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. You'd be like, okay. Again, you know, we've we've. 
chosen a couple of soft ones this week. It's number two or three, isn't it? It's another yeah, sort of like is, yeah. low, low sort of. Danny, yeah, but I think you know. I think the only again, the only thing I would say is that if you were to call a kid a bastard, knowing that he didn't know his father, right? I'd, Still I'd, loaded. I'd be very, I'd be very careful. And that is obviously, <laughs> um, again, the the you know to go back to the origin of these words, you know, literally it means an illegitimate child. Yeah, and you know had specific importance in terms of the children of royalty and nobles essentially where they'd have bastard children that could never be claimed as their own and pass on their wealth and, and name but would still have a certain position within yeah. the gentry or you know yeah they wouldn't be totally yeah it wouldn't be totally outcast yeah i found a, a list uh, online of royals and nobles who were known as bastards nice so you had uh, and I'm not going to give you any sort of national context, time. Some of them are going to be more obvious than others. But I just love the idea that there's like, you know, uh, about 10 uh, people who were known as Antonio the Bastard, Henry the Bastard, yeah. Jeffrey the Bastard, <laughs> Yao the Bastard, John the Bastard, Robert the Bastard, William the Bastard. And Basil the Bastard. <laughs> Basil the Bastard. Basil the Bastard. It's, uh, it's an interesting sort of... But, you know, in that context, it is a thing of like, yeah, they can't be claimed as legitimate, but those people would have had much more comfortable lives than some legitimate children yeah. born to lower-class families. Of course, so. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there you go. But then Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, you're called Basil, you're a bastard. All your days, yeah. But, you know, you're going to get a, a you know a seat on the Privy Council, you'll be fine. Yeah, but imagine all the time. It's just like hanging over you all the time. Yeah, I mean, you're called Basil as well. That's the other. Yeah, it's not great, is it? <laughs> Even if you're not a bastard. It's not, and then, obviously, with bastard, we've got the two things in school that we used to use, obviously, in DT. Yeah. A the bastard, bastard file, file. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We all cracked up. Yeah, of course we did, yeah. Because you're 11, you're like, yeah. I can't believe he's been uh, saying I mean, this. I remember being pre-warned by the uh, woodwork teacher. Right, I'm going to say a word, it's yeah, irrelevant, yeah. blah, 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 it's a bastard file. And then you're like, everyone <laughs> cracks up. Yeah. He's a bastard. Yeah, so, and then obviously at the Champions, you had uh, William Gaunt and the other guy that I can't remember. Right. And you had the Alexandra Bastido. Okay. So that was almost, wasn't it? Really? Well, but it's funny, like, uh, of all the swears that we've had, um, I think this has the most general usage in society. Yeah. So there's a bastard file. I found um, there's a, a, a typeface called bastard. That's right, yeah. Uh, a colour called what bastard. That? What colour is it in? What colour I don't it? know. Oh, right. Yeah. It just says a type of colour job. Um, there's um, a township in Ontario, Canada called bastard. Nice. A gothic script... Uh, called Bastard, a classification on Tifa Metalworking File, as yeah. we already have yeah, yeah. Um a, Historically, a second-rate wine would be called a Bastard, which, yeah. again, makes sense in terms of lineage and the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. of something makes not sense. being yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, the, the, the full Monty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in 1930, uh, the Yorkshire Cup was won by a horse called the Bastard. Oh, brilliant. Which would be, you know, yeah. imagine if that was... Uh, yeah, imagine old uh, Peter O'Sullivan calling yeah, that one. Bah, bah, yeah. bah, 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 and that bastard. down the outside, <laughs> out of nowhere comes the Bastard. <laughs> and of course, the thing is, if you got money on the other horse in that race, yeah, yeah, he is a bastard. Yeah, quite literally, yeah. through He'd be screwing Winning the 1930 Yorkshire Cup. Yeah. Saying <laughs> <laughs> so that Yorkshire, would they put a bet on? <laughs> <laughs> Just to return briefly as well to uh, a spot of unparliamentary uh, language. And it's another, similar to Dennis Skinner, another attempt to sort of 
manipulate language to uh, work it in. This is only a couple of weeks ago as we speak now. First of February this year, Neil Coyle, um, who's a Labour MP, I'm not a big fan of generally, but this is this is quite good what he does it. Yeah, he's he's making a speech in Parliament and he says. um, the former Prime Minister John Major referred to the likes of the former Secretary of State for Work and Pensions, uh, Mr Ian Duncan Smith, as bastards. The former Prime Minister could not have known that his party would have become a whole government full of bastards <laughs> who are absolutely causing economic damage to my constituents and the whole country. <laughs> and he gets pulled up by the Speaker and he says he's tried to fold it in yeah, yeah, yeah. by using that quote yeah. and extending upon it. Yeah. He's like, uh, but he did get to call him a government full of bastards. Let's say, I'm not a fan of the guy, yeah, but, but uh, fair play, that, yeah. I call it as I see it, that's some great work. And I think he sort of had to retract it. Yeah. But, uh, you so, know, fair enough. He got, so, it's in Hansard. Yeah, there you go. That's the start. There forever. Yeah. So Burkow said to him, you can have the first one. <laughs> but why'd you go to? Why'd you have to have a second one? Yeah, what, yeah. what was that all about? But I suppose it is a thing of, like, if you are quoting someone, you go, you know, as your mate said, you know, that some of you are bastards. Unfortunately, what's happening is you're all bastards. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. He, if anything, yeah. quite kind. Well, yeah. <laughs> Neil, do get in touch with us. We can give you a comprehensive list of other things to call Tories. Exactly. <laughs> so many. Yeah, don't be using twos and threes in them. No, that's <laughs> it. Go yeah. to the tens. That's what we want. We round things off now with the swearing hall of fame, where we shine the spotlight on people, you know, extended upon the idea of great moments in swearing. People whose career is so full of great moments of swearing mm. that it would be so hard to pick one out yeah. to choose. So you put them in the hall of fame. Yeah. And I think this week's choice in Eddie Murphy yeah. exemplifies that, yeah, like, yeah. like few others. And I found out some white kids can curse around the house. That fucked me up when I was little. I couldn't believe that because I couldn't even say dag around my house. My father said, it sounds too much like damn. <laughs> I get in trouble for saying shit the wrong way around my house. And I was in the house with Tom Kildare's mother. Mother Tommy, your little lady said, come on, mom, shit, I'm over this house. I can't shit. Come on. And I was standing there like this. If I tried to pull some shit like that in my house, yeah, you're a little late. Hey, come on, pop shit. What is this? Come on, damn. My pops just go. <laughs> that motherfucker's crazy. Imagine Eddie Murphy not swearing. I mean, you, you don't have to. You just no. have to watch his films for the last 10 years. Yeah. And no one does. No, that's it. That's it's a it. real shame, I think, when people who are good at swearing aren't allowed to swear. Or, you know, choose not to. Yeah, it's almost betrayed swearing. It's, yeah. he's, gone, he's gone for the fast buck. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I suppose. You know, I mean, if you look at it that way. But, uh, you know, you can say that, but then um, I would argue that the recent film is not making money, so he's yeah. like, tried to go for the fast yeah, buck. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But you should go back to stand-up. Would, but, it, would it be there, though? That's the trouble. That's the thing. I mean, again, not telling stories out of school because uh, Jay Moore, the comedian podcaster, mentioned his own show, but he made, he did the film, the, the Pluto Nash film with Eddie Murphy and did it just because Eddie Murphy was doing it yeah, because yeah. he loves Eddie Murphy. I mean, who wouldn't want to work with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, of course. And um, he talked about the Eddie Murphy scene with the family barbecue and the aunt falling down the stairs. He was just doing bits from it to Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy was like cracking up, falling out of his chair. And he said to Jay Moore, oh, that's great. Who did that? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and you're like... It's painful, isn't it? It's just like, I guess it's just so long ago for him. He's done so many other things. And, yeah. But like, I, I mean, you know, Eddie Murphy's stand-up 
is occasionally hard to listen to now. His stuff from the sort of early eighties, raw and delirious, just because yeah. there's some homophobic stuff in yeah, there that yeah. isn't necessarily isn't stuff like women is not particularly pleasant. But as a performer, like one of the all time greats, yeah. like for me as a kid, and I'm gonna talk now about you know I said earlier that I, you know traits that my mum uh, got annoyed about Shaq's being one of them. Yeah, the other one being from about I would say it's probably like the summer of 1987. I laughed like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I, I did his laugh. But not like as a joke. It became my laugh. So you'd watched so much of Eddie I Murphy. I had watched so much Eddie Murphy over and over and over, like just worn tapes out, that, yeah, when I was laughing at something, I can't even do it now. Oh, you know what was coming, didn't you? Yeah. You knew what was yeah. coming, didn't you? I mean, it's that sort of like, yeah, I can't yeah. even. Yeah, I can't Where's even. Make, but I could. I, I was yeah. like pitch perfect at that point because I was just like listening to it all the time and doing it all the time. But it was a thing. It wasn't even a joke. No. Someone would just say something funny and I'd just start doing it. And my mum, eventually, again, another intervention uh, from Mrs. Walsh where she took me to one side yeah. and said, You can't laugh like that. Yeah. It just sounds weird. And I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where's it coming from? My stomach. Like, I just, you know, like we're, I think yeah. it's like the, for me, it was like the cheeks, the back of the throat. I can't. Even, I wish I could do it, yeah, yeah. but um, I think I just had to like completely remove it, just like go cold, cold turkey. So you just know Eddie Murphy for a year or something. Yeah, well, no, uh, I think it was just a conscious thing to go. Oh, just don't laugh like that. Laugh yeah. like a like you normally, normally would laugh. It's yeah. incredible, isn't it? Uh, things stick. so pervasive. Yeah. But say like raw and delirious. I just watched them over and over, and like you know, as pieces of swearing. There's some tremendous stuff in there. There's also, I think, a, a, a story that he tells that's very interesting where he gets a phone call from Bill Cosby. You cannot say filth, flying, filth, flying, filth in front of people. And I said, I never said no filth, flying, filth. He says, you know what I'm talking about. I can't use the type of language that you use, but you know what I mean when I say filth, flying, 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 filth. I, I never said no filth, flying, filth, and I don't know what you're talking about. I'm offended at your call. Fuck you. <laughs> and that's when Bill got pissed. Said, that's what I'm talking about. You cannot say fuck in front of people. And I got mad because he thought that was my whole act. Like I just walked down on the stage and cursed and left. And I managed to stick in some jokes between the curses. You couldn't give no curse show or walk out and say, hey, felt for him, motherfucker, dick pussy snot and shit. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Suck my dick. Bye-bye. I was pissed off. I was so mad. I called Richard Pryor's house up and said, yo, Richard, Bill Cosby just called me up and told me I was too dirty. And Richard said, the next time motherfucker called, tell him I said, suck my dick. Whatever the fuck make the people laugh, say that shit. He said, do the people laugh when you say what you say? I said, yes. He said, do you get paid? I said, yes. He said, well, tell Bill. I said, have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> he, was, he was genius. Oh, he tremendous. Was genius. tremendous. But, but yeah, he was, and obviously kicked open the door for a lot of the, the language that would, sort yeah. of, that Eddie Murphy would sort of, uh, use <laughs> but like yeah Eddie Murphy for me as a kid before, it's going to sound odd but before Eddie Murphy I'd never really experienced swearing in any sort of entertainment context 
the way he swears is justified. Yeah. And it makes the act... That, it elevates it, yeah, the it, performance. It, puts, it puts, embellishes it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Because like you say, if he only put the odd swear in there, you'd be like, oh, it could do with something. And right. That's what, yeah. And I say, if you look at his later performances, you can experience a non-swearing Eddie Murphy and it's not as much fun. No. Also, as well, there's, there's that, you know, the wonderful example given to us by ITV when they would show Eddie Murphy films yeah. and would just, like, butcher them. Yeah. One of my favourites being... The scene in Coming to America, when um, he's, I think it's his first night in New York. Is it New York or Chicago? It's a big big American city, Steve. Big American city. Yeah, big American city. Metropolis. Metropolis. He opens up uh, his window and yells out, good morning, America. And someone from another building shouts, fuck you. And he says, yes, fuck you too, because he's just so excited to be there. What did ITV do to it? ITV's version was... Him saying "Good morning, America," and someone from another building yelling "Hello to you," <laughs> and then he replied "Hello to you, yes, hello to you too." And I was like, "That isn't funny." No. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I know what it's supposed to sound like, yeah. but that's just weird. See, it goes back. We've mentioned some previous episodes that you can find on iTunes. Um, why they do it? Yeah, just put a warning up. Do what yeah. we've done. Put a warning up. Put it on at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, there will be swearing. Yeah, don't let your kids watch it. Job done. I would say they're always swearing. Do let your kids watch it, but yeah. make them promise not to swear exactly. after. They'll probably stick to that by and large. Yeah, she does. And swear. then in, in forty years' time, yeah. they'll do a show. Show about it, exactly. <laughs> get them all that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not a big swearer in yeah. social standings. That's yeah. uh, the yeah. thing. I let myself down constantly. <laughs> or elevate yourself, depending on how you swear. This is what we. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. How you swear. Yeah, but I wouldn't put me in a bracket with Eddie Murphy, let's be honest. I've told the <laughs> you're old... Not, you're not quite Hall of Fame. Nah, not But yet. you're getting a vote in the Hall of Fame, so there you go. That's oh, there you so, go, yeah. 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 Will, I, will I cast my vote correctly, though? Will, will the envelope have the right answer, I wonder? <laughs> Bye, Mickey, you arse. <laughs> Bye, Steve, you bastard. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back next time with uh, a couple more swears and the stories behind them. See you later. Ta-da, be safe. This show is a Holdfast Network production. Go to holdfastnetwork.com for other programs you may enjoy.